Boom. There it is, ladies and gents. I got a new background. I moved. Just kidding. I'm still in my <laughs> but we're going to have some fun today. A little bit of work-life balance is what we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. <laughs> While you're at work. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Some heat. Dropping that heat. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz. Schedule your time. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody. We're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today has built multiple successful businesses, and perhaps one of the biggest lessons she's learned is the importance of dialing in your business processes. With more than 20 years' experience as a business process outsourcing expert across multiple industries and around the globe, our guest has honed her knowledge and is on a mission to guide other entrepreneurs how to simplify in order to amplify their business with strategic systems. Using the MORE system that she's developed, our guest helps her clients herald unprecedented growth in their companies by revolutionizing their business processes. Tune in to learn how you can grow your family and your business without overbooking your schedule, worrying about revenue growth, stressing over a dry pipeline, and without feeling alone. Joining us today from far from basic business strategies, business coach and host of the Small Business Show podcast, welcome to the show, Wendy Ann Hornet. Always a party. That's what I'm talking about. Wendy, welcome Hell to the yeah. program. Hey, how are you guys? First of all, you guys are the best intro out there ever. I have to give you like huge kudos. My goodness. How could you not feel like you're on cloud nine? Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. I can tell. I love the energy already. Nice. All right, let's get into this. I want to get to know a little bit about you, Wendy Ann. Uh, how did you get into this space? James dropped a lot of information about where you come from. Like everybody has some of those key things that happens it happened in their life to push them in this direction. What were yours? So I'm going to start with what nobody likes to hear. So I resisted being in the financial industry altogether. My parents grew up on Wall Street. I think this was always my destined, like this is what she's going to do. And I did the typical teenager. I'm going to go cut hair for a living and I'm going to learn how to do that. That's what I'm going to do. Needless to say, I realized not an ideal client. So needless to say, I realized, well, this might not be for me. And a friend of mine had introduced me to a company and I thought this is going to look great on my resume for whatever I decide to do when I grow up. 20 plus years later, I started as an agent. I worked my way up to the VP level and I love everything that I got to do in that job. Like everything, every piece of it. I liked meeting with people. I liked networking. I love traveling. So all of these things became so important. 
And then I met my husband, we had a family, and I realized there needed to be a little bit of balance if there is ever such a thing. Uh, and at the same time, I kind of fell into, I was actually working with somebody asking them for help and they pushed me into saying, would you be willing to come down here and help me with some of these processes? Some of the stuff you're saying is great. Um, I'd love to see you know, what you can do for our company. So that's, that's really how the whole thing evolved from my corporate career right into owning my own business and running everything myself. And it's kind of cool. I get to do what I love every single day, every day. <laughs> Now you said, you said balance, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and there's, it's funny because, uh, and you kind of hummed on it, right? If there is such a thing, work-life balance, I don't know that there is. It's kind of like the whole concept of I'm a multitasker. No, yes. no, you're not. You, you can't really multitask. Our brain doesn't work that way. You can work on one thing. And then while maybe that page is loading, you work on another, but you're not multitasking. You're doing one thing at a time. Is there such thing as work-life balance? So I am going to agree with you a hundred percent. So if you're multitasking, you're probably dropping the ball on something because your brain can only handle so many, so many, you know, fields in one shot. So if you're working on something and trying to get on something else and getting distracted by something else, nine times out of 10, you're not at 100%. And I firmly believe the same thing is with your work life. So there are times your children, they're going to get sick and you get stressed and you don't want to call your boss. You don't want to tell them you can't do this. You can't finish a project. So is there balance? I believe the answer is you have to become the balance. So you have to be the one to be able to step back and say, okay, this is what I have to do. This is, these are the musts, right? These are the standards that I've set for myself every single day. So this is what I have to get done. Even if it's after the sick child goes to bed, or even it's after the disaster of the client who called because they had a major problem and you have to be the one to fix it. There are ways to get around that. The balance is kind of created by you. You, you Today, you have the same thing. Look at you showing up, doing everything you need to do because things just didn't fall exactly in line with what you had plans today, but see, it all works out. You have to grow that flexibility muscle. It's just like a muscle. I didn't have it for a long time. I was very structured. If at eight o'clock, this didn't happen, then I was annoyed probably for the rest of the day. So the <laughs> muscle, you got to keep working at it to make sure that you can really master the ability to go, okay, so we're going to do this and then we'll do this later. That, you know, it's funny you say that. I think uh, it, it comes with parenting. I know that, um, you know, the time that you have for work versus the time that you have to be a parent. When my kids were young, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my wife, you know, with my, with, with my daughter, when she was born, she was at home for like six months and then went back to work. And I was at home with, with the kids for, for most of the time. Cause my schedule allowed me to work in the evenings when, when I had the kids in the morning with my son, which, you know, 18 months, 16 months later, my son was born. She only got six weeks off of work and then she went back to work and I had both the kids in the morning and trying to run a business and having two little kids. It was almost like any pocket that I got to do some work was like my time to get busy and do that work. But I don't know if I would actually call it balance. It was more along the lines of do what you can when you can so you can yes. move forward. It was sacrificing one thing for the other when you are or, or investing that time, right? Really what it mm -hmm. is. When you have clients that are coming to you and they're like, you know, they have hair and then they come to you and they're like ripping it out. So they look like me a little bit. You know, what are you telling them about finding that time, about the investing that time versus, you know, trying to find this fantasy of, of an actual perfect balance? Yeah. So I think that the very first thing that 
you know, one of the, I just talked about this not too long ago, and I think it was in one of my blogs too, is ditching the DMO. Everybody's all of a sudden, people start to feel pressure. Some people don't like the DMO and the schedule and the structure. And the second it doesn't happen, that they don't know what to do. And then they want to wash their hands and walk away. And I remind them that what you're doing when you're growing your own business is supposed to bring you joy. Always remember that. Come back to center. Remember what you're doing. It's not supposed to be stressful. Don't. Why so serious? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So don't be so hard on yourself. So you have to set yourself what we refer to as standards. And we talk about this with all of our clients in the academy. Your standards are the must do's. And if it's a list of 150 things long, we need to talk about what you're doing versus what your team's doing. So there are pockets of time. You might have to give up Netflix. You may not be able to go out till four in the morning. These are, you know, small little things that you have to look at and change. But a nine times out of nine point nine times out of ten, I can find time in your schedule for you to be able to build your business and create whatever it is you're looking for. Some people are looking for an extra couple thousand. Some people are looking for millions. It's all possible. It's just how are we going to structure your day and 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 what is it? Where are you on the value system? Is this really something you want to do, or is it a hobby you've been thinking about playing around with? Well, let's let's expand on that idea of standards and maybe maybe you can, we mm -hmm. can start diving into like doing that one thing that we need to get done because you know a standard is different from uh tony robbins always talks about the shoulds right i yep. should do this i should do that i should do this and eventually you should all over yourself and that's like the 150 things that you're talking about yep. versus a standard like this is what i do every day every day i wake mm -hmm. up at this time every day i do this many push-ups and sit-ups i run this many miles this is what i do and if you don't do your standard you don't have that routine mm -hmm. it really spirals after that and i think what what people miss out is having that that standard for themselves they you know if you think back and you ask people when was your best time in your life when were you in your prime it's usually high school or college yes. when you had structure when you were forced to do things at a certain time they were standards that were imposed on you and then you grow up and nobody's imposing a standard on you yes. so you have no standard and you feel lost how do you feel about that no. So I completely agree. And, and as you can tell, I loved all of my trainings with Tony. Um, this was one of the things that I had, I had kind of built upon from listening to that and thought, wow, there is something to this. Because understanding how you work and how the system works around you, you know, we can get into everything is energy and all of that good stuff. But honestly, if there are things that have to happen in your day and you're not getting them done, you're not able to check that checkbox off, you have that feeling of accomplishment. You know, and it, you can even go back to that big speech that everybody still talks about, about making your bed. It's the first like accomplishment of the day. You need those small wins to get that momentum to keep going. So mm -hmm. if you wake up and you hit the snooze button, because we none of us don't want to hit the snooze button, guys. Newsflash. Nobody doesn't want to hit the snooze. We all want to hit the snooze button, but we don't. We don't, we actually get up and we start going. And maybe it's maybe it's a grunt or a little bit in the morning, that's okay. But there are small things that you can change as to how you're getting your stuff done and making sure that that's happening. So if you stick to that schedule, and I know it's fluid for some people, and I trust me, I have two small children, I completely understand. But when it comes to getting those small wins, you get that small momentum to keep going. And with that, your day just goes, and the next thing you know, it's time to start another one and you've accomplished something. You've gotten those standards done. You've, you've made your bed for the day. You on Tuesday, you did your two loads of laundry and you did your, you know, your 10 reach outs or you read for 30 minutes before your feet hit the floor because you need to make sure that you keep your mind fresh and positive and your energy level at an all time high. 
And I think that it's hard sometimes for people to understand that if your energy is deflated, your whole day is deflated. So mm -hmm. you'll just keep kind of trucking along. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to do anything anymore. So if you start on the right foot, your the, the momentum just kind of continues. And sometimes, guys, you have to have a pep talk with yourself and create your own momentum. You just have to do it. We all do it. It's human nature, but it's how many of you are willing to do it every single day versus sometimes? Because your results will show you either one. Yes, you're absolutely right. I love that. Small wins. Uh, there's there's that other book, The One Thing, that's out there. And, you know, the the cool thing about that is it's, it's really laser focused, right? You know, mm -hmm. there's so many things that we have on a honeydew list or our own personal to-do list, or really it's everybody else's to-do list that is asking me to do something for them. Yes. What's that one thing that I need to do on a daily basis? When we really sit down and think about it, that's really the only win you need to do. If you can accomplish this one thing or a small step, even if the rest of your day gets booked, meetings, phone calls, whatever happens, you still accomplish this one thing, you're going to feel that much more effective because you're moving forward. Maybe a baby step today, but who knows tomorrow, because you have the same focus and the same values and the same vision. Maybe tomorrow if you took a couple leaps, but today was a baby step. It's okay. You're moving in that forward direction. How do you roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. How do we get people on the road going forward in the direction that they want to go in? So I think it's there's there's two answers to that. And the very first one is the very first thing we talk about in the academy, we bring you back to your core and your center. You have to be crystal clear as to what you're doing and why you're doing it, right? Sounds silly, sounds like that's so basic, but it's not because you just touched on the fact of as entrepreneurs, especially, we get attracted by all the shiny little things and we need to do all of the things. And then the next thing you know, you're doing all of these things but none of them are bringing in business. None of them are bringing you connections. You're not making any sales. All you're doing is a lot of stuff and now you're frustrated. So now you're right back to, I don't know if this is for me. And I always say, take a deep breath. This is for you. Let's talk about what you what what's your core. What, what do you really wanna do? And people stress over this and I don't know. I, I can't niche down. I can't do this. I can't. What makes you happy? What do you, what do you need to do today that's going to start you off at least being clear on why you want to start this. And it, it does take some time and you have to figure this out on your own. But at the same time, once you get that clarity, it's like this little fire that starts burning inside. And then we tend to do the part B mistake, which is we need to do all the things. So we have it all written down and now we have to do it all. And then you don't do one or two of the things and you're done. You're done because because you, you've lost the momentum. So you're setting yourself up start small. And I, and I trust me, I firmly also believe speed is everything, but you have to get to that plateau. If you jump in when you're half ready, you're, you're going to lose that momentum. And then you have that setback. So start small, build those, those, those must, those standards up. Right. And then once you're consistently doing them, now you've got a bit of a groove and you can just go. And then you take something on and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do 10 reach outs a day. That's because I've been doing five and that's working just amazing. So now I'm going to bump it up to this. And you'll notice that here's the here's the secret that nobody talks about. You spend less time doing the all the things because now you're doing the things times 10. So, you know, mm -hmm. you talk about 10x with Grant Cardone and all the. It's so true. It's just you're doing the things that make the most sense 
more of them, but you're not doing all of the things because now you're actually getting somewhere. Well, let, let's drill down on that because I know I'm, I, I can put myself in the entrepreneur's shoes, right? The guy who's just getting started, the one who's wearing all the hats, right? He's mm -hmm. wearing the accountant hat. He's doing the yeah. sales. He's doing the invoicing, everything. He's doing everything. And he's listening to this and he's saying, you know what? That sounds great. I would love to be able to focus on doing 10 of my sales calls versus five, but I also have to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at some point you realize that I hate doing this. I hate doing that. Uh, how do I get somebody else to do those things? What sort of processes do I need to put in place so that those things in my business that I don't like to do, I'm not doing them anymore so I can focus on the things that I want to do. Right. And I think that you hit it right on the head when you said, how do I, how do I start? You start with a very simple list. There's nothing secret to this. You know, you talk about your dream 100, your power partners, so on. It's the same thing. You're going to write a list of everything that you need to get done. And, and right now we have a lot of clients that come to us and, and they're like, we're wearing all of this and we need to know how to break this out. And it starts with, what do you want to do? And there are certain things that I feel and other coaches I'm sure feel differently or strategists think, eh, you could probably get rid of that. There are some things that depending on your desires and wants and where you are in your business, you might need to hold on to for a little bit longer. But I assure you, even as the power of one, you're trading time for money. So now all you're coming down to is saying, I don't want to, I, I don't, I, I don't want to do connect calls. I don't want to talk to people on the phone. I just want to do this. Okay. So let's bring somebody in that you're going to help show them how to do things. And it's not a handoff. This takes time. These are things that you're like, mm, I don't really, I don't really want to post on social media. That's not my thing. I don't want to spend time coming up with my gosh, the, it stresses me out. The verbiage, the words, the pictures, like, where do I go? Find somebody else who can do that. Reach out, find an intern, find if, if, or trade. If you're like, listen, I'm great at building websites. I can build you your website if you can help me with my, with my graphic. Like there are so many different ways for you to kind of exchange your time for money to speed up the process. And this is one of them. Write your list, figure out what you love and what you really don't love as to what you're doing in your business, what things you have to get done outside of that. Come up with a schedule, find some help, barter if you have to, hire if you have to, and then take it from there. And the one thing that I will say, and I just heard this uh, from one of my mentors, the one piece of advice that I can give to you is you need a team to grow. You need a team to grow. It cannot be just you all the time. And if you find that you're bringing somebody on and it's just not working, fire faster. And I know that sounds terrible because we all want everybody to succeed. And we, I just poured weeks into working with Sally and I don't know how I'm going to, you're just going to let it go and you're going to move on because if it's not a good fit, you're just, you're just stringing out that energy. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, that totally, that totally makes sense. A lot of potential for aggressive expansion. <laughs> and you must have been reading my mind, Ham, because that's what I was thinking about, right? So, okay, you got me. I, I know I need to put somebody in place, but you're also going to deal with that entrepreneur that says, okay, but that person isn't as good as I am, or that person, what if they make a mistake or they, in other words, they have this idea of, I cannot relinquish control of what I'm doing. It's all about, you know, that's why I do it all because I know it's going to get done right. What kind of conversations can we be having with somebody or with ourselves when we have that control issue so that we can get that time back? So we first look to see what are you not getting done? Because you say you're getting it all done, but you're not.
You're not reaching out to 50 to 100 people like you should. You're not reaching out and you're not, you know, connecting with people. You're not doing podcasts. You're not posting your blogs. You're not do you're not doing all the things that you need to do to expand. And and typically it's 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 a it's a conversation of show me the things, show me what you've done, and now let's talk about how consistent you've been. So if your consistency is lacking, this is where we have to talk about I understand and trust me. This is your brand. So there are things that you should keep to yourself. But there are other things that if you spend an hour working with someone and we get on the phone and you tell me your exact vision and what you want done on your social media, for instance, that person should be able to take your your vision and run with it. And over time, it just gets better and better and better. So you have to put some time in. But wouldn't you rather spend an hour right with somebody to explain what you're looking for and what platforms you want to be on and how you want to show, you know, show up in the world? and let them do all the work, show it to you, spend another 20 minutes to view it versus probably the hour and a half every day you're stressing about it mm -hmm. and probably the 45 minutes to 50 minutes you're trying to get it done, but it's not happening. So there, we, we go through a whole process in our mind, but if you step back and start to pick it apart, you'll find you're not doing it as well as you would because you're spending too much time worked up because you didn't get it done because you're doing all the other things that have to be done. So if we focus on these are the five things we have to do, these are the two things I have to unload, that's okay. Let's just figure out how we're gonna unload them and make sure that you are handing that off with a crystal clear vision before you relinquish that control that you feel that you have today. And once you've done that, once you've worked with somebody and you invest that time, you'll then be able to quickly see that now it just becomes you're spending 20 minutes a or you're not doing anything. You're like, you know what? You've got this a month later. You run with it and it's off your plate. That can save you guys anywhere between five to 15 hours a week of stress and worry and you trying to put things together that may not be in your zone of genius. That's worth it. So you've just got to put a little bit of time and start small, start, start with something small. Don't start with something that's close. I would not start with, you know, your calls that you're, that you're doing with initial customers who are interested in your products. If it's service-based or even if it's not, I wouldn't start there. I would start somewhere that's behind the scenes with some of the administrative stuff, just to be able to prove to yourself, you can let go. Somebody else can handle this and you can find somebody who's willing to put in just as much heart as you are. Mm, I, I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the things where um, when when you're in that situation and you're trying to look through your list of things that you want to offload, in 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 my experience, it's usually that thing that stays on the list, mm -hmm. right? You have a list of things that need to get done. You start doing all the things, and then there's that one that kind of rolls over to the next day, and then it kind of keeps rolling over, and it sits there at the list for a while. And then you start hating yourself and start stressing out on it. You know, uh, is there anything else I should probably look at when we're identifying that thing that we kind of want to offer, whether it's the accounting or the whatever it is? Like for me, it's that thing that stays on the list. Has that been your experience? So it is the thing that stays on the list, but there are also some administrative tasks that may not be the most valuable for you to be spending your time on. So if you're the one who's writing the blog because you want it to be your voice, I think that's great. But are you the one that's also then repurposing that content and putting it out on podcasts and putting it out here and putting it here and using it for social media? If that's you, somebody else can probably look to do that. 
And if you're not doing it today and you're like, wow, why aren't I repurposing my content? That's a great idea for somebody. And then that takes time off of your plate to be used for something else in your business. You're literally just trading time and tasks for money. So you're just looking at it from a totally different lens. So yes, if there's something you're not doing that's probably where you need to start. But you also, we start to get into some nitty gritty details and that's one of them that we typically find where spending, you know, I'm putting the kids to bed and then I'm spending two or three hours on all this video and I'm like, but you know, people can do it a lot faster than you. I know people can do it a lot faster than me yep. and are much better at it and you're literally going to pay them a fraction of what it's costing you today. Sounds like you're talking about busy work versus dollar productive activities. Yes. Did I hear you right? Yes, exactly, exactly. Is it is it bringing in money? Is it revenue generating? Or is it just something that you're doing so that you can be working hard on your business? Mm. And by the way- That's good. One less thing. One last well, thing. thing on your plate. And that's the whole point, right? Yes. I mean, yes. You know, we, and, and there's this big thing, like almost like a, a brand that you wear on your shoulder that says, you know, like I hustle every day mm -hmm. and, you know, I work hard every day. And, and there's so much of that hustle culture going out. And I think we're kind of not understanding what people mean when they're saying I hustle every day because their hustle could be really fun. I mean, if all you're doing is going to a networking event, you're having a conversation with people, you're going to the happy hour, like you're working because you're networking, you get to do the fun parts of your business and it's still a hustle because you still got to get up, you still got to go, you still got to show up, you still got to shake hands, you still got to do all those things. But the grind doesn't necessarily have to be behind the keyboard, editing videos, right? I mean, those are completely different scenarios on what you mean by hustle. Would you agree? I would so agree. If we were in the same room, I would hug you right now because I think that today that's what we hear so much of. And this is what shies people away and they get nervous because they think I have this desire and I want to, but I'm already, I'm already going 14 hours a day. I don't have the 16th hour to give, to do all of these things. And the hustle is not always you getting up and hating everything that you're doing and going through the list and figuring it out and throwing the kids, a, a, you know, a bowl of cereal because that's what you want to do. It, it doesn't, that's not what it has to be. It can be fun. That's the whole reason people want to create their own economies is you've got to enjoy this. You get one shot on this ride, right? You need to enjoy every minute of it. You need to enjoy every day. And I'm one of those recovering control freaks. I still occasionally, it pops up, but I always, yeah, yeah. But I always try to remind myself that I have no, I have no control over time, none. It just passes. And what I choose to do with it, I need to be really happy with that because I'm only getting one shot here. So you need to do the exact same thing. And this is why in the very beginning, people struggle sometimes when they come into the academy because they're like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, we, we, you need to slow down to speed up. And once you get your clarity, once your confidence is there, and once you're consistent, it's like pure fire after that. Because yes. now you know exactly what you want. You know exactly how you're going to get there. You show up in the world. I mean, if you have an offer for the world and you're like, well, um, so I have this product and I mean, I, I think it's great. I feel versus somebody's like, hey, I've been taking this product. My energy's on fire. Who are you going to purchase from? Ooh. So sometimes the slowdown is the best for you and your business because you're trying to get to that level. And, you know, we talk a little bit about the hustle and I just want to sneak this in real quick is we also talk a lot about the whole imposter syndrome, right? So you see somebody and you're like, wow, 
she can talk. She's got great energy. She, you know, she's running all these great things. And how does she do that? It's all about practice. And it's all about you investing in yourself and making sure, you know, the investment doesn't stop at the college level, guys. You have to constantly, I still invest in me. I, we talked about Tony Robbins, huge fan. Frazier Brooks, huge fan. Like the, I have mentors too. And people are like, wow, those are expensive. Mm, it's really not. Because the more I invest in me, the more I can pour out. And people can feel it when you stop investing in yourself. You, you detach. You don't really know, you know what's going on. You want to keep up. I want my clients to have the best experience. So if I have the knowledge, I'm going to share it with them. And it excites me. I love what I do. So I don't mind investing in these things. It's important to me. But I also know people who look out and they're like, wow, she's a, he's an overnight success. She just popped up just like that. I know it feels that way. And, and I share this, especially with younger children. I know you see people and you're like, wow, how did they do that? Overnight, they're, they're making millions. They're living on their yachts. They've got four homes. It didn't happen overnight. You didn't see the hustle that happened behind the scenes over the last one, five, 10, 20, 30 years. You haven't seen their whole life story. And so many people say, and, and I kind of feel this way too, I wish I would have started sharing my journey in the beginning so that more people could go back and watch that and then see the transformation or the changes. I mean, I look at lives I did and shows I did last year and I'm like, oh my gosh, I said that. <laughs> Versus today, I'm like, huh, I've actually, every year you're seeing a little bit of improvement and that's, you're just, you're just seeing right now the highlight, like here it is. Oh my gosh, she just showed up or he just showed up. No, I've been doing this a long time and worked really hard at certain things and that's why they're so good at what they do. Absolutely. And that's the thing about investing in yourself, ladies and gentlemen, like you can invest in a car, you can invest in a house, you can invest in a lot of other tangible things yeah. and you can lose all of those things. But when you invest in yourself, you can take that with you. You can go broke and still use those same things that you've learned to rebuild yourself. Speaking of which, Wendy Ann, what, how can people get a hold of you? What are they going to find when they go to farfrombasic.com? Yeah, so we um, so we offer one to one services, which obviously anybody can apply for if they're if they're in desperate need and they're looking for a little bit more hands on. But we also have an academy and it's very different from what you typically see out in the marketplace. Um, we are not a course that you purchase, you put on the shelf or you listen and then you hope that you have. If I have a question, I can find someone. We actually sell a 12 month program, which we walk with you side by side. We offer support. We give the community. We give the accountability. We walk you through some mindset stuff. We give you the strategies. We're there if you're like, hey, I'm thinking I want to change this and I want to do that. What are your thoughts? Here's the verbiage I want to put out there. What are your thoughts? So it's not just a curriculum that you follow and then you know, you hope for the best. I had found over the years, this was the one area that was missing in this marketplace is people who are looking to just get started. They want to do something, but they don't quite know how to get it going. Or people who feel like I'm giving all of this and I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck at this like 150, 250, 350 mark. I can't get to that next level. And you hear it all the time. People say, you're not stuck. You just need a different, you know, you didn't need a different strategy for every step that you're going to. And it is true. You need to change things. You need to start to relinquish some things that don't necessarily belong on your plate. Um, but we have a great time. We have a, we have a free community as well, which is the more community. It's right on Facebook. You can jump in. We have a lot of fun in there. We give free trainings every week. So super fun there as well. But yeah, that's a little bit about us and where, where you can find us when you head on over to the website. 
All right, ladies and gents, you heard it right here. Go check it out. Invest in yourself. Join a community. Find some mentorship, some accountability. It makes a big difference in your life when you have a group that you're accountable. I run and I work out every morning because I got a 5 a.m. club that I'm accountable to. I wake up and I make sure I'm on that call every single day because I don't want to let them down. I mean, they're not going to come and beat me up or anything, but I just know that if I'm not there, I'm letting somebody down, an accountability group, a group like a community, like the more community is something that you want to be a part of. At least go check them out, see what's going on and watch how your life changes a little bit every day. Uh, Wendy Ann, you know, we're big here on helping share people's stories. And really, really, we would like to ask for a testimonial because that's what our business is mainly about. So if you can answer two questions for me, one, what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast? And then two, what kind of entrepreneur or who should be listening to the show? Oh my gosh. So first, my experience, top notch. As you know, I think your intros are fantastic. Anybody who's looking, you know, if you're feeling like a little energy depleted and you jump on this pod, you're 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 right back to where you were when you started. So A plus, first of all. Second of all, what was your second question? What people should listen? If you are, have a little bit of an inclination in your body and you're thinking, I want to be part of something, but I don't know what. I want to create my own economy because that's a lot of people are looking for not just the secondary income, but how do I rely on me? Or I'm there, I'm, I'm relying on myself, but I'm not quite sure I'm listening for some, I'm looking for some tips. I'm trying to understand what other people are doing. This is the place to be. Awesome. Thank you very much. Really Most appreciate awesome. those testimonials. Look, ladies and gents, that's the business that we're in. We're in the video testimonial business. Wendy Ann came on the show and we did a couple things for her. We shared with her the framework and she didn't even know it, but that's what we do. The first thing we did, which she absolutely loved, was the fire intro. We praised her on what she's already doing. And then we spent 30 minutes on the show asking for more of her awesomeness to share with us what she's up to today, right? And then at the very end, we ask, and that's the formula that you need to do to create some testimonials. You're already in business with somebody. You're already doing great things, giving your customers a great experience. And they talk about you for about five minutes, but we need them talking about you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you get more repeat and referral business. I mean, Wendy Ann, how cool would it be if all your customers were talking about you and saying great things like you said about us today? Absolutely. I mean, that's, and I think that the formula that you guys just followed, guys, if you're listening and it's, and you're thinking to yourself, how do I get more business? This little three steps that you just learned here, forget about everything that I've shared with you. If you think about just those, that alone will get you more business. Just tell your people, introduce them, allow them to expand, communicate, connect. And I guarantee you, you will see growth from that. That's how it works. Everybody loves referrals. So let us help you do that. All you got to do is go to businessbros.biz slash testimonials, and we can help do that for you. If you're a little shy, you don't know what to do, or maybe you don't have the interview skills yet. You know, we got them here. So go to businessbros.biz slash testimonials and get those done. And make sure you guys go check out the more community. There are plenty of people out there doing amazing things. We have a ton of episodes that you can go back and see amazing stories of what entrepreneurs are doing. Learn from other people. You don't have to reinvent the wheel yourself. So you don't make the same mistakes that you're that everybody else has already made. Learn and get better. All right, Wendy Ann, thank you very much for coming on the program. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you guys so much for having me. Have an amazing, amazing night, guys. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Tomorrow is my favorite day of the week, SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. So we'll see you again. Manana, peace, and we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? 
Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.